Welcome, everybody, to episode number five, Under the Fig Tree. As you uh, may have been following, we've been doing interviews each week uh, to go along with our Rooted series that we've been talking about on Sunday mornings. So today, it's me, Andrew Breton, pastor of Middle School Ministries, with our special guest, Pastor Jim Ennis. He's the pastor of CARE here at Grace Chapel, and, and what he helps people do is kind of face life challenges, either through some of our recovery programs we hear, we have here at the church, through um, some grief share programs we have, and also counseling um, that he does. He kind of helps people who are going through difficult times. Well, as you might know, this week in Rooted, we're talking about encountering and hearing from God. And sometimes God can feel kind of distant. Sometimes God can feel kind of far. And we really want to try and find some ways, maybe this week, to kind of experience God in new and fresh ways and see if he can actually speak to us. So, Jim, thanks for coming. Uh, we want to start out with a funny question, just kind of get things off the ground here. So here's our question for you. Jim, what's one thing you got in trouble for when you were in middle school or high school? Well, um, the parents probably wouldn't appreciate me telling those stories um, <laughs> of what I actually got in trouble for. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you one thing I should have gotten in trouble for. I just never got caught. And that was I was quite entrepreneurial when I was when I was a youngster, and uh, and and I, I had a firecracker business. I <laughs> I used to I lived in New Jersey, and I used to take the bus over to Chinatown in New York City, and it was kind of a dangerous place to be honest with you. And I would buy firecrackers from people that was it was illegal, uh, and. I'd bring it back to Jersey, and I'd sell it to all my friends. I'd make twice the money, and I'd go and buy more firecrackers. And I'd, and then I'd, I started buying more powerful fireworks. And the funny thing is, is uh, again, parents might not even appreciate this, <laughs> but um, you know, the cops used they, they kind of knew I was they because they'd catch kids lighting them off, and they'd rat me out. And so the cops would would pull me over and pull me over. I, it's not like I was driving; I was a kid. But they they'd pull over and start frisking me, and I had them hidden on my body so well that they couldn't even find them. And in school, they they used to call me to the to the principal's office because they'd hear rumors, and I had them hidden in my locker so well they couldn't find them. And so I kind of I'm kind of I shouldn't be, but I'm a little proud I never got caught. That's an awesome story. Um, so we can go to you to see if we need to hide something or if we need to blow something yeah, up. Yeah. We can come to you. Exactly, yeah. If we need 4th of July comes and we need some advisement, exactly. we can come and find exactly. Pastor Jim. He'll be able to kind of give you um, some ideas maybe for starting a new business or for just lighting some, some fireworks <laughs> off in your backyard. Uh, well, that's an awesome story to start out with. And um, speaking of sparks, we want to kind of spark... <laughs> Um, our spiritual lives kind of during this podcast. And so, Jim, uh, here's a question for you. How do you experience God's voice and guidance in your life? Um, this week, we kind of walked through a couple of different ways that we do that, scripture reading, through prayer. But how do you do that? How do you kind of experience God's voice and guidance in your life? Um, I think it begins with, with God's presence and and in hearing God 
is is can be very difficult, really, and very subtle. Um, there are times when it has been very clear and very obvious, but those are far and few between, to be honest. Um, but the way that mostly I do it is by going through my day and uh, kind of starting the morning with a question that I, it's a prayer that I learned from St. Ignatius uh, from, he lived about 500 years ago from Spain. And the prayer that I, I pray every morning is, uh, Lord, what, you know, what would you like me to know about you today? so that I can, you know, know you more intimately, so that I can love you more intensely and follow you more closely. And he really honors that prayer, because as I go through the day, and as I have scripture in my heart uh, that I've read, I'm, I'm looking for ways that God, God really wants me to know him better. And because it is a real relationship, I don't pretend to know everything about God at all. Every day I want to know something more about him. And by knowledge, it's, a, it's, a, it's an experiential knowledge that the Bible talks about, not a head knowledge. And there's always that so that. The prayers of the Apostle Paul and others, but mostly Paul's, you'll see that when he prays, he always has these two key words— you know, so that, there's always a reason for his prayers, so that uh, I can know you better. And, uh, and that's the key there. So this sense of presence leads to guidance. And um, as I go through the day with that prayer, and if something kind of tugs on my heart, I say, God, is there something about that that you want me to notice? Is there something about that that I should be paying more attention to? And that's how God is so... God is in all things, as Ignatius taught. And I learned to ask that question, what should I be noticing about this? And it's in that that things kind of dawn on me uh, throughout the day. And then at night, uh, before going to bed, kind of review the day and see where has God been in my my day, you know, and uh, and that's how you kind of track God's God's presence. So it seems it's kind of an in, intentional searching, kind of just beginning with that question: Where is God, kind of in my day? But also, you mentioned kind of that that you read scripture, and I think sometimes. Uh, for students and for people that um, are secular or aren't following Jesus, they think the Bible maybe is kind of just this old document that doesn't have much relevance to our daily lives today. Uh, what's the role that scripture and kind of your, your average week plays in your life? How do you, uh, what do you read? Do you, what, what passages kind of strike you the most? Um, what, uh, how does that connect back to that question you asked kind of the beginning of your days, where is God and, and, and how can I learn about him? How can I love him more intensely? Well, I take, I, I read the Psalms almost every single day. And the Psalms really, the Psalms are the prayer book uh, of the Bible, the prayer book for all God's people. And if we were to treat it as such, we would find 
that it helps us to give us language for prayer and to really personalize the Psalms. And when I read the Gospels, uh, I try to put myself in the stories, and that's what makes it come alive, and that's what makes that's what makes it because because a lot of the Bible is a, a narrative; it really is a story. And when I put myself in the story, and I try to hear the sounds and 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 think about the smells and the sights, uh, and who do I identify in this story, and 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 I encounter Jesus in the story, uh, I become part of that story. And I think that Jesus wanted us to. I think that's why he tells so many stories and that the, and the Gospels are told as part of the story. And that's why stories are so powerful. Um, you know, again, getting back to kind of like presence, um, you know, here's a story. Uh, I love photograph. I love photography, and I love photographing wild animals. And um, I heard through some friends years ago that there was some black bear out in the Berkshires, and they were actually coming into the backyard of some people, and uh, because they put dog food out, and I wanted to photograph them out in the wild, and so they invited us out, and they these folks owned a gift shop, and so. We went out there, and we went out, and hours before they were supposed to come, which is, you know, like at dusk. And so we were there in the, in the daylight. The sun is shining. The bears are not supposed to come out at that time. And so everybody, the whole family was there, and they're in the gift shop. So I said, I'm going to get ready uh, hours ahead. And I go out, and I'm setting up my tripod and with my camera to get it ready for later on when they come out. And as I'm out there all alone, everyone else in the gift shop, and I've got my head down and I'm setting up my tripod, I had this sense, this feeling that somebody was watching me. And, you know, you ever have that feeling that somebody's just looking at you and then you look up and somebody is looking at you? And I, I did. I look up. And wouldn't you know it, there's a black bear coming towards me. And the hair on his back was up. And I don't know a lot about black bear, but I kind of got the sense from knowing a little bit about dogs that that might not be a good sign. And so I was like, oh, no. So I started snapping pictures. (laughs) And I'm trying to wave at my family in the gift shop. Look, there's a bear. There's a bear. And as the bear's coming closer, I'm thinking, maybe I ought to go now. <laughs> so I run into the gift shop. and uh, But, you know, that's really how God's presence is with us. If you really stop and, and, and be still, be still and know that I am God, you will sense that God's eyes are on you. God, God is with you. And just the way you sense the presence of another, whether it's a human being or even an animal, you will sense God is with you. Psalm 16, 8 says, I keep the Lord ever before me because he is at my right side. I will not be shaken. It's just that we don't keep our eyes ever on him, but he's always at our right side. We just don't pay attention enough. But if we stop long enough, we'll get that kind of impression on our heart and soul that someone is looking out for us 
and we'll be still enough to notice God is present. And Scripture has a lot because that's God speaking to us. And I look at Scripture, by the way, as I look at prayer as I pray conversationally. When you do that, you say, God, what is it you want me to know about you so that I can know you more intimately, love you more intensely, follow you more closely? There's real purpose to it. That's a conversational prayer. And then you read the Word. If you read it just for head information, you're going to fill your head with some beliefs that you can argue back and forth and you can debate. But when you pray conversationally and you read the Bible as God's love letter to you, then then you're having a, a real conversation with a real living God that that starts to enliven your life and your heart just gets grows bigger and bigger as you start to and you ask that question what do you want me to notice about this you start to have you know a real living relationship with God and seeing him seeing him in places you never saw him before cuz he's there yeah god can kind of be like a black bear in our lives right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh you know the moment that we start to kind of scratch the surface and begin to look for him uh, sometimes we can look up and there he is. He's surprising us every day. Uh, well, thank you, Jim. Thanks for joining us in our podcast, our, fir- our first interview that we've ever done here. We're filming this here in January. And uh, students, I think what we're hearing from Pastor Jim is is maybe maybe it would be good for you kind of after listening to this podcast to kind of take a look at some of the Psalms and just to see kind of begin that conversation with God. Um, that prayer conversation and and see how God might be speaking to you through um, those uh, those those powerful passages. Totally. So take take a look at Psalm Psalm one thirty nine as well. Well, thanks again for listening, uh, and we hope to see you uh, here on Sunday morning. But until next week, um, we are glad that you are a part of Grace Chapel. We're glad you're a part of our church family, and we're praying for you. Thanks a lot. Bye bye.